This is episode number 69 of Hebrews in Exile with our honorable teacher, Robert B. Holman Jr. and Sean Appleton. And in this particular episode, we take a short hiatus from our study of the mitzvot, or in other words, the commandments, just to have a conversation between two friends who enjoy being a part of the kingdom of the Most High Yahweh. Hebrews in Exile, you know what we do. Let's go! Of the harvest, you're of my life, you're of creation, you make everything right, give me more power, give me more love, yeah, give me more passion. This is Rabbi Robert B. Holman Jr. and Sean Appleton, and this is Hebrews in Exile. Sean, it's interesting that today is the Shabbat. It and is. we are still in it. Mm-hmm. We're resting, honoring the Most High's word, and we're getting ready to talk about Him some more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you realize that? You realize that when it's the most high that you never ever get tired of talking about him right the information is always fresh you know and you know it's i get something new and you know i have a model <laughs> you know i have right. a model don't start none won't be won't be none be none but if you start talking about things that are germane to hebrew israel and the most high i'm like a puppy dog who hears the whistle of his master. Mm-hmm. My ears perk up and I get all, I get all Ex- wiggly. Yeah, you get excited and giddy. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I'm like ready to go. Or I'm, I'm like the, the dog in the house whose master, he knows what's getting ready to happen next. Right. You know, the master gets the leash. Right. We get ready to go outside. He sees that leash. He knows, man. I'm, 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 I'm getting ready to go outside. Right, I'm right. I'm getting ready to go outside. Well, right. That's the way I am when it comes to talking about things that are drained, germane to the L that I love so dearly. And I, I want our, our people have to recognize something that's very, very necessary. And that is, and I think I've I've said this before, but Christians have coined the Hebrew word El yeah. to mean God. God, yeah. But that's not what it means Mm -hmm. in the Hebrew language. Mm. In the Hebrew language, El means mighty one. The mighty one. Right, right. The absolute all-existent one. one, yeah. The the (laughs) omniscient. Right. Omnipresent. Omnipresent, right. Everywhere. El. All-knowing. And... That L, 
that mighty one <clears throat> has a name. Mm-hmm. And that mighty one's name is Yahweh. Yahweh. It's recorded in scripture text. Mm-hmm. One cannot, I mean, this, that silent pause there is, is you, you think of the, the breadth and depth of, of Yahweh and, you, and you, you, you have to stop to kind of even process, you know, that divinic power, what that must mean. You know, I'm still overwhelmed from today's presentation, the Mitzvot's Holocaust application Greek dichotomy. I'm still I'm still You're overwhelmed. Still I'm yeah. still kind of filled up and I'm still kind of overwhelmed by that. By the way, if you're listening to this particular podcast, you can go to FDF Sound of the Shofar mm. on our YouTube channel and you can listen to the teaching that I did this Sabbath with that title the mitzvot's Holocaust application, Greek dichotomy. I think mm. that it's probably one of the, it's one of the, it's a teaching that Hebrews and Israel in exile rather need to hear. Yeah. Yeah. It is. You know, it's an excellent teaching. Um, we are so conflicted mm. inside this Greek thought. Had a dear sister today visiting with us, and she identified the denomination that she was with, and she had questions, of course. Oh, yeah. And she said, well... I've never heard anything like this before. Mm -hmm. And I go, I know. I said, your Christian pastors cannot teach this. Right. They teach themselves right into a ditch. Trying to teach this. And the reason <clears throat> they can't teach this is because it would destroy their congregations right. because of the things that they've taught that are error. Right. And you don't want to admit that it's error, so therefore they'll start justifying right. why they do what they do. Yeah, they're going to contradict their own foundation of their doctrines, uh, the, the, the sand Swampland that they've built their foundation on, yeah. Um, and explaining that hey, we built this thing on a swamp and it, it doesn't hold any water based on if we look at things in context. That's why it's always interesting to hear now as we're looking retrospectively at it the, the amount of allegories that are being made and spiritualization that's being made to kind of clear these holes up. You know, it seems like there's a subject matter that's brought up. They start speaking about it. There's probably a, gl a glaring contradiction that we've, you know, and I have pointed out numerous times. 
And then now it's time to spiritualize it and make it into something else because we can't, we can't continue down this road. Like literally today, I don't know how we were in congregations for so many years, read Hebrew seven and never saw it. Like we had a blind stupor to what that actually said. And you exposed it very eloquently today. Exactly. You know, my heart, my heart is towards the souls of my people. The souls of my people, Hebrews mm -hmm. in exile, your soul matters to me. Mm -hmm. And so when I speak to you, even over and through this medium that we're speaking, I'm speaking to you from my heart based upon and connected to the Hebrew scriptures from which the Most High has said. And mm. you have to understand that and let me let me phrase it. Let me phrase it in this context. <clears throat> Hebrew Israel is the wife of the Most High. Hebrew Israel can be anything the Most High wants her to be to him. She can be his wife. She can be his firstborn son. She can be anything that the Most High wants her to be. But Hebrew Israel is the is the product and is the ownership of the Most High. And there's no other nation of people that are like us on the face of the earth yeah. who have an L, right. a mighty one, mm -hmm. as close to us as our L that we can who we can. We hears us. Right. When we call. When we call. <laughs> Davarim chapter four. No other nation has that. No other nation has that. And yet we don't know that. <clears throat> don't know that. I am I am so desperately praying. <clears throat> and if you are part of our listening audience, I need you to join with me in prayer that our people, this wonderful nation that is, that is disposed across the four corners of the world and here in this exiled nation that's called America, I would that you would pray with me that the spirit of the Most High and His Word the truth of his word will reach the heart of his people and cause them to hear it and turn back to him and understand the nature of how important it is to follow the dictates of our husband. Right. Yahweh. Yeah. That's powerful. If, if you happen to be a man or a woman, and you're married to each other. The responsibility of a husband 
is to protect his wife. Mm -hmm. The responsibility of a husband is to lead his wife. Mm -hmm. The Most High is our husband. He protects us and he leads us. Mm -hmm. And he gets pretty doggone angry at us too. Right. Because we get stiff-necked, hard-headed. That's right. And we just won't pay attention. And that makes him angry, just like you get angry with your husband because he ain't paying attention. The husband gets angry with their wife because they're not paying Paying attention. attention. Right, right. The Most High does the same thing. Mm -hmm. But there is a, there is a word, there is language that the Most High speaks out of his existence to his wife. That is very, very, very important Mm. and different than a natural relationship. Okay. Know what that is? What's that? Know what that is? He says, Israel, I love you with an everlasting love. Mm. That's good. Now. That's good. But you have to understand what an everlasting love consists of. And you have to look and you read through the prophets and you see how his wife has treated him. Mm -hmm. Even to the point where in many instances in case he calls her a whore. Right. Prostitute. Right. I've lifted your skirt up on every He talks about, he can talk, he, now, now listen, Right. He can talk about his wife, but nobody else can. That's correct. That's correct. And in the midst of all of that, he says, I love you with an everlasting love. What Mm. does that mean? See, now, now we have to deduce what that means. Okay. Because the most high's everlasting love and man's love are two Diabolic, they're, they're, diabolically, they're diabolically opposed. opposed to each other. And diametrically opposed. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So now, let's, let's, let's just kind of analyze that a little okay. bit. Israel is the most highest wife. She has abdicated his laws, his mitzvot, and his rulings. Okay. And she has, she has kicked him to the curb and gone after following other L's. Correct. Correct. So called that are not L's at all. Right. That are not mighty people or mighty, mighty, not mighty powers at all. She's gone after that. Right. So now he's watched his wife <clears throat> as the prophets, and I'm and I'm 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 speaking within the framework of the prophets without quoting scripture. Okay. But if you read scripture, mm-hmm. you'll see this written all through scripture. Okay. He's had to watch his wife lift her skirt on every high hill mm-hmm. and bear her nakedness mm. to other lovers. Right. But he says, I love you with an everlasting love. Love, yeah. And I'm never, never, never we, quits. We are enamored with a Greek text that's not even our text. That's right. 
that isn't even inspired by him. That's right. It's not your writings. And we're enamored by a guy who absolutely cannot save us. Right. And we're enamored by a place, going to a place that he has said in Psalms 112, we can't come to. Right. That's not made for you. Never said it was. And yet he says, I love you mm -hmm. with an everlasting lasting love. That's, I'm telling you, we, we were talking about that a little bit earlier when uh, we were doing some behind the scenes work with our social media that the Most High, look at how compassionate that the Most High is. His compassion and love for his people is, it's so insurmountable to try to actually describe how ginormous that is. Because like we were saying, you know, we don't have any patience for things that don't work. And the children of Israel have completely convinced the world that we abandon the mitzvot of the Most High. And that's what the Most High is asking us to at least obey. And we don't want to do that. No. So therefore, the Most High continues to give us grace in this time, this dispensation of time, and show us compassion. Because if it were us, we would have been done away with. Oh. We would have been done away with a long time ago. Yeah. Can you hold that thought right there? Sure. Hold let's that thought right a, there. Don't, let's put a pin in yeah, that. Yeah, put a pin in it. Don't, okay. don't leave right. that thought. All right. All right. In a natural relationship, mm -hmm. if a wife and a husband don't get along, That's right. it's called irreconcilable differences. differences by which we are getting a divorce. Divorce, right. And... When we get this irreconcilable divorce and I separate from you and you separate from me, mm -hmm. in most instances, I don't want to see you <laughs> no more. No right. more. Matter of fact, right. matter of fact, some divorcees and divorces, they, they hold a, a divorce party Yikes. to celebrate right, to the celebrate fact it. that they've broken covenant with, <laughs> with, this, with this man. That's right. So That's right. our love with each other it's not within the framework as the same as the Most High mm -hmm. who says, my love for you is everlasting. Right. Which means that when we have broken faith with him, mm -hmm. he still loves us and tells us in, 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 in prophetic texts, wow. in all the places that I have disposed you out of the land. Mm -hmm. It is from those places that I will seek for you mm -hmm. and I will woo you. I'm going to woo you back to me. I will be your husband. You will be my wife. Mm -hmm. That's what he says right. concerning his wife. Right. Now, do you, do you see that happening? Start that turn because I know we've mentioned in another podcast that, you know, there's 
some type of move going on right now where people are aware yeah. of Yahweh. Yeah. They may and or like we like it said in that there uh, in the podcast. Oh, I, I was told that I was a Hebrew. I've heard that before. Yeah. yeah. So it, the information yeah. is there. So we're yeah. kind of Yeah, there's there's there is this influx in the air that's moving across the nations so that our people are able to understand and come to the realization that they're Hebrew. But with that, they don't understand the responsibility mm -hmm. that comes with putting that title right. on, on yourself or not coming to realize that's who you are. They right. don't they don't know what the responsibility of that is, one. Mm -hmm. And two, they don't have in their in their presence any place to go to be taught what that responsibility is. Right, right, right. That's where we come in, mm -hmm. Hebrews and exile. Right. We're here, we're here to tell you what that responsibility is. And the responsibility when you come to realize that you are a Hebrew Israelite diaspora out of the land into the four corners and exiled in this nation that is an enemy to us. Mm -hmm. Okay? Mm -hmm. An enemy. Know thy enemies. Now, you come to realize that in this exile and all the things that we have been subjected to since our ancestors landed on Plymouth Rock or before mm -hmm. coming across the, the the Atlantic, the transatlantic in the slave trade, trade and trade, landed yeah. here in America and other and other ports around the world. Sixteen nineteen. Right. Yeah. Come to realize that the most high did that because he loved us. Yeah. And he says, and from those places that I've, I've, I've disposed you, it is there that you will find me, and it is there that you will turn to me. I'm going to woo you. I'm going to. I love you with an everlasting love. I'm going to seek you out wow. in those places, and right. I'm going to find you. Right. As a matter of fact, the prophet Ezekiel, the Most High says, he says, I will look for Israel myself. Mm. I'm not going to leave it up to anybody. anybody I'm, else, I'm, right. I'm, I'm, I'm going to look for my wife, right? Myself, right? That's in the book of Ezekiel. Mm. And let's get back to the natural, the, the natural aspect of this, right? Your divorced husband ain't coming looking for you. That's right. So and you don't want him to, that, right? There's because there's a reason for that. And it's very rare when a divorce situation a divorce situation reconciles. That's very rare. That's not common. Mm -hmm. But when it happens, it happens because the relationship of the two people are one that is sealed with that that presence of the Most High that says. The love that you have for her is everlasting like the love I have for you. Mm -hmm. So you're drawn back to her. Right. Or you're drawn back to him. Mm -hmm. Wow. But that's rare. Right. But see, it just goes to 
continue to compound the idea and validity of the idea of a everlasting love. That's what a, a true Elohim is. And and here and here here is the great here is the greatest aspect of explaining that love that negates the words across the street. Right. Across the street, it says that God so loved the world. No. Right. No, 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 no. <laughs> let's take let's take this back. Let's right. take this back that's, to the natural. That's... Let's take this back. First of all, in scriptural text, like that. Wow. he says, Yisrael or Yaakov, who is Israel, I love. Right. Okay. So you have to understand that it's not the same. It's very, very different. You know what? Do you realize what you just hit on? That's crazy. When you really analyze what that is saying now, God so loved the world that he gave, hmm, wow, that just really opened up my mind. No, when no, you said no, that. he didn't. He didn't give. He didn't give anybody. Right. He Nobody give, at all. He didn't give. He says. He says. He doesn't says. I love. He says. He says. Israel. I love. So the point being, in this conversation, from a natural perspective, your husband comes home and tells you, Sally, I love Judy. <laughs> and I love Jane. And I love Harriet. And I love Shakrisha. She says Shakrisha. I love like I, I love I love me. And you would look at him and say, What? What? What in the world? What? What are you what are you talking about? Right. I thought you loved me. Right. Well, I do, but right. Right. <laughs> you That's see what crazy. I'm saying? Right. The Most High is specific in Scripture to define whom he loves. Mm -hmm. And he loves his wife, Israel. And right. he doesn't say he loves anybody else. else. That's right. Right. I said in Scripture. Correct. That piece across the street that's not, is not Scripture. That's, that's your text. That's, that's not Scripture. That's the text that that is that is germane to the nations written by the nations for the nations that comes into our narrative from text and tries to pull out some a few snippets to make itself valid wow Ooh, i mean you get into the core of this thing is but this... if you're not studied you're and if out. you don't know your husband then you accept the narrative of this flirt right? who's trying to flirt for your attention and has drawn you off to harlotry. Right. And, and, and let me, can I add something in here real quick? I always ask. Why? <laughs> we're, equal, we're equal partners in this podcast. You don't have to ask, just jump in. I mean, it's, it's, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's so beautiful. The Most High has has uh, 
don't know. I'm almost over here getting ready to have a moment. Because this, if our people understood, understood that they have an Elohim. Yes. See, it doesn't hit you the same because every image that you see of this deity that has supposedly died for you, you have no connection with. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if he's. I don't know if he's white or black. Uh, uh, to the white folks, he's white. To the black uh, folks, y'all woke up one day and said <laughs> and said he's black. And and all the time in your grandma and great grandma's house, standing <laughs> sitting up there was on the sitting, wall, yeah. was a picture of the white Jesus. Was the white Jesus. You all people have the sense of, and you know I'm telling the truth, right? They they have this sense of it's. The the deity, it's the subconscious of that whole entire concept that I don't I can't associate it because he doesn't look like me. But we're saying, do you realize if that you understand that you're the melanated people that the most high is talking to? Not everybody that's melanated. But no. Let's just say the melanated people because you know you've been dispersed to the four corners of the world. Yeah. So it's a good possibility that this is talking about you. That you actually have, that that whole entire concept was wrong and that you actually have an Elohim and a Yahweh that actually loves you? With an everlasting, everlasting love, love. No matter what you do and no matter how you treat him, he's coming back. He's coming for you. And, right. he, wants, and he wants his wife back. Right. And with that, he brings all kinds of devastation and all kinds of upheavals and all kinds of awakenings to try to wake her up, to get her to cry out and call out to him and come mm. back to him. That's the reason why we have all these upheavals in the world because yeah. Hebrew Israel is out here. Right. And you think, well, what's just an act of God? Well, yeah, it is right. directed at you. <laughs> right. And every time something bad happens, all you we do is we just get we just wiggle around like the eagle in the nest and find a, a nice comfortable place mm. to 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 recluse to roast, and we yeah. and we get used to it. The Most High is not wanting you to get used to it. He's wanting us to turn mm. and come back to Him. Yeah. Now you don't have to believe what I'm saying. It's okay. I know what I'm saying is true. Right. We have to sleep well at night. Oh, I, I know. I know what I'm Peaceful. saying. I know what I'm saying is true. Exactly. And I'm saying these things because, once again, your soul is important. It's not, I, I, I don't care about your money. Mm -hmm. I'm mm -hmm. not trying to be a, a, a millionaire off of the, off of the, backs of people. That's mm -hmm. what Israel did. That, that's a further issue that Israel did that got them in front trouble, of trouble. Yeah. No, yeah. the prophets, Masha, and all the prophets that are written in Scripture are men that the Most High called to speak for him so that he could call you back to him so that your soul could be guarded. Mm -hmm. And that you might have eternal life within the framework that he has established and not within the framework of the Greeks. Yeah. And the Eurocentrics. Right. Shh. Shh. 
Listen. I mean, wow. My study, my next study that I'm jumping into, I'm coming out of Yahashua. I'm jumping into the next book, which is the book of Shoftim, the roller coaster book. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I feel the gravity and the weight of Shoftim because of this issue of us wanting to be like something that we're not supposed to be. We're chasing after something. It is a group of people that are defining their identity through something else. We've gotten so far away from what the Most High has asked us to do. And that there's a reason why that's, that's actually happening. Sure. Where, where, did, where did that start? See, you have to ask yourself, where, where did our people start? that madness of leaving the most high. Well, we go over we go over to the book of Samuel. Okay? And in the book of Samuel, Israel looked out and they saw all the other nations that the other nations had a king that they could see, right? And they saw that all these other nations worshipped a God that they could see. That's right. And they said, we want to be like them. them. They are, and they mm. went to Samuel and they told Samuel, give us a king. Read it. It's right there in the book of Samuel. Yeah. Give, give us, us a, a king. king. Samuel was heartbroken over the issue because he thought he had failed. The Most High tapped him on his shoulder, mm -hmm. said, Samuel, relax. I'm paraphrasing. Mm -hmm. Relax. This is not about you. This is about me. Mm. They don't want me mm. to be their king. They can't That's see, right. they can't right see the me. They don't recognize that I am the one that brought them right. out of out of the land of slavery right and made them free men they don't they don't realize that i'm the one that brought them through the desert 40 plus years where their shoes and their clothes never wore out they don't realize that i'm the one that fed them manna fresh manna every day every and day. gave them what they asked for quail meat to eat every day they don't realize that i'm their king they want someone they can see right that started with samuel that was good that's that was good and wow. ever since then we as a nation of people been after have been after a man right to be our king and the most high said to that's samuel powerful. he says I'm going to give them a king. Mm -hmm. And they're not going to like it. And they had some good kings mm -hmm. that followed in the ways of the Most High, and they had some terrible kings. Bad that ones, did yeah. That which was wicked in the eyes of the Most High. And they did not understand the writings because the writings didn't exist at that point in time for them. Mm -hmm. That he was, that their history is being written as they live it out. But the prophet Isaiah comes back in Isaiah chapter 44, 45, and he says, Hey, Israel, my servant, 
Mm-hmm. Read it on down in 45, 44, 45. He says, I am your king. I am your redeemer. Mm. I am your savior. Beside me, there is no other. I am the first. I am the last. He doesn't put anybody's name in the text. He says, I am. And then he signs it. I am Yahweh, your your mighty one. Right. But Israel needed to have something and someone that they could see and feel. And just like just like slavery, we went into slavery not knowing how to do church. Right. But in right. slavery, Massa let us sit outside his the windows of his churches and or sit in the back, listen to what he was doing. And when we became emancipated and released and freed and started churches of our own, the churches that we started were just like Mm -hmm. masses. That's right. And the doctrine and the theology was just like Like masses. masses. Just like you. Which has brought us to where we are today, worshiping, a man who said he's God in the flesh. That's, <laughs> that's, I'm sorry, oh. but that's as wrong as two <laughs> left shoes. And the problem is, is and doesn't, and doesn't map, it does not map anywhere back to scriptorial text, Genesis to Second Chronicles or Genesis to Malachi. There's no right. word Anywhere in that document, King James, uh, American Standard Version, whatever version you want to pull out, there is nothing there unless somebody inserted it Mm -hmm. that speaks about a man being God. And that's the crazy part is, is that you would know that. Hebrew Israel should be able to recognize that with their spidey sense. Oh, she does know that. And, and but what, what I'm saying is, is that because we haven't been teaching the misfolks, they, wherever we're at, those misfolks are not being taught. No. And if they were being taught, you'd be able to recognize when somebody's trying to come at you with some tomfoolery talking about I'm God in the flesh. And you would be like, first of all, this doesn't line up with anything that the Most High says. It doesn't. Because that's not being taught. You guys have, all of us, it's wrong. It's yeah. wrong. And not only... I'm Especially gonna tell when somebody you, tells you they've been done away with. I'm going to tell you how wrong it is, Sean. It's wrong to the extent that thousands and millions and millions of people upon millions of people's souls are at stake, at stake because yeah. of the error. And here's the problem. Here's the problem. It's like spiritual genocide. Here's the problem. Our fathers, our forefathers, my father, the men that came before me, Mm -hmm. did not have at their disposal the information that's germane to this generation. Yeah, it's a dispensation of time, yeah. This generation of time is the product of the opening of the book of Daniel. Mm. 
mm-hmm. that says at the end of the Gentile age, knowledge will be increased. We're in, we're the generation of that prophetic opening and realization of the book of Daniel. Mm-hmm. There is no excuse for any individual trying to open his mouth in the name of the Most High, not to research right. and validate and from his heart. Right. See, from the heart position, from the heart position, mm-hmm. have a heart for the souls of people. Mm-hmm. Not for their money. Right. Not to see how many butts I can put in the seat on Sunday. <laughs> Not to see how many offering pans I can offer, I can mm. offer and have an auction. Right. And raise nation to offer. <laughs> Not that. Right. But be concerned mm. about the souls of, of the, the people, people yeah. that sit before them and tell them and speak to them, this is what the Elohim of Abraham Yitzchak and Yaakov says. That's rare. That's rare. The Most High did not ask us to get in the pulpit and take his word, spin it for a political message. That's not what he asked us to do. No. He didn't ask us to get in the pulpit and make make up stories that have people believing that the stories are true when they're not true. They're coming out of the they're coming out of the dreams and the imagination of men that do not resonate back to scripture. And then we go off and quote them as though the Most High has said that. No, that's the Most High says in the book of Jeremiah. Mm-hmm. He says those are lying prophets. I did not call them. You see. I'm, I'm still, I'm still shaken by the seriousness. I'm still shaken by the seriousness of being a representative and a spokesman for the most high. I don't speak for myself. I speak for the most high. He spoke to his prophets. I regurgitate what his prophets have said Mm -hmm. to speak to Israel. And I say that. Right. Right. I'm not trying to build a kingdom for Robert B. Holman Jr. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to get the nation of Israel in exile to wake up. Right. And become part of something that is so unique that it's only germane to them and no other nation on the face of this earth. Yeah. You've got to, we got to reestablish that pride back in the most high. We have to. We will continue to be lost like we are. Fall into all kind of charlatan. And and and, and, and if you behavior. ask me, if you ask me, if anybody asks me, this is the this is the direction I'm going. I'm going to tell you what the Most High said. I'm not going to tell, tell you, you right. what anybody. I'm going to tell you what the Most High said. Right. This is what my husband said because right. I don't have to talk about anything but what my husband said. Right. And he's my husband. Right. And that holds true with the prophets. The prophets did this, all did that. They all every this, last this is one what of the them Most High did it. said. 
I'm relaying it to you, Hebrew Israel. Yahweh spoke to me and said, go speak to Israel and tell them. Yahweh spoke to me and said, go speak to Israel. And that's what all of the prophets say. And Jeremiah, Jeremiah who, they tried to kill that brother. Well, and they put him in jail. Right. For prophesying and telling them what the Most High said. And the Most High had his back. Right. He did. But this is what's systemic across all of them. Or thereabouts. They're prophesying about getting back to what? The mitzvot. folks. The prophets? The prophets are yes. always telling. Listen, yes. y'all have strayed yes. away from what? The mitzvot. The mitzvot. So let's get back to the mitzvot. And then I see you, Hebrew Israel, in this current state that you're in right now. And, and the writing is very eloquent. But the theme is that we have fallen away from our husband. And we need to reestablish ourselves back through going and understanding and executing these mitzvot and being on one accord again. It's, and, and, and again, this is a beautiful thing on where we're at, which is we're trying to teach those back to Hebrew Israel. So you have a familiarity about what the Most High expects of us. And that kind of took a yeah, a little weird turn. No, <laughs> yeah, no, 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 absolutely. And um, the interesting, the interesting thing is, let's let's take a let's take a page out of that Greek book that's uh, that contradicts itself. Okay. All right. Romans chapter one. Oh, good Romans. Verse 18. What is revealed is El's or Yah's anger from heaven against all the godlessness and wickedness of people who in their wickedness keep suppressing truth. Mm. Now listen to what he's saying. You see, mm. when, when you are not hearing truth out of the mouth of the people that you're sitting before, they are doing exactly what Romans says they're doing. They're suppressing truth and, 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 and instituting godlessness. Right. That's coming out of their book. That's coming out of their book. That's coming out of their book. I mean, reading it in context. Because what is known of El or God mm -hmm. is plain to them. Oh, <laughs> obviously it's not so plain because it's not being taught oh, anywhere. It sure isn't. Those misfolks are not being taught at your 7, 9, and 11 o'clock service. And I'm sorry. Yes. That. Yes. I, I, I have to hit you hard. I, I, I know, I know, I know, I know. There, are, somebody said, "Oh, I'm not listening to them anymore." Okay, that's all right. Yeah, okay, it's all right. Somebody is. That, that say, that's right. Somebody like it, and I have to hit you hard, and I have to hit you hard because your soul is at stake. Mm -hmm. This is like, I mean, let 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 let. Let me tell you, let me tell you the nature of 
of, of how your soul is a state. Okay. You go to the doctor and he tells you you have four-stage cancer. Mm. You now have the bejesus scared out of you. That you do. And you know, for doggone sure, you are not for long. Right. I don't care how much chemo you take. Mm -hmm. You are not for long. Days of... But now then, let me ask a question. Might be numbered. So you go and you get a second opinion. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, your first doctor told you you got four-stage cancer. You're going to die. You got so much time to live. But to satisfy your sense of of not wanting to know reality, Mm -hmm. you go get another second opinion, and he tells you, oh, you can take, we're going to give you a couple of doses of chemo, and you're going to be all right. You're going to be all, yeah. Now, which Mm. which one are you going to believe? Right. Well, well, gee, I don't know now because I got two different opinions. Well, go get a third one. Okay. Because scripture says, out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, every word's established. Mm-hmm. So get a third one. Okay. And you go to the third doctor and he says, oh, what the first doctor told you was true. Right. Now you need to pay attention to your last days on earth. Right. However, mm-hmm. if your so-called doctor would have diagnosed you earlier, chances are you could have been saved. Mm. Well, that's what I'm doing. I'm trying to diagnose you early. So, yeah. So that you can be delivered to the place that the Most High most wants to deliver you to. And let me tell you something. It's not heaven. (laughs) Let me see. I had it here. It's not that place in the sky with the pearly gates where St. Peter is going to look in his fictitious book and let you in. Jeremiah. (laughs) 32. 37. All right. I will gather them out of all the countries where I drove them in my anger, fury, and great wrath, and I will bring them back to this place and have them live here in safety. Yeah. They will be my people. I will be their L. I will give them singleness of heart and singleness of purpose so that they will fear me forever. This will be for their own good and for the good of the children after them. I will make with them an everlasting covenant. An everlasting covenant. Means that it never ends. Not to turn away from them, but to do them good. I will put fear of me in their hearts so that they will not leave me. That's what the Most High says. Mm -hmm. Now, where is he bringing you back to? Some he says, I'm going to bring you back to land. That's hold on. Like real estate. Hold on. Hold on. Let me find it here. I can find it. I had it up and I went somewhere and I forgot where it, where it was. Forgot where it was. I'm going to make sure I deliver you straight into the land. That's all. 
was promised to our ancestor, our great ancestor, Avraham, and the Most High continuing to keep with his covenant that has never been broken. Yeah, I mean. To deliver his people back into such land that yeah. was set aside for them. I mean, you got to. This is an everlasting covenant. You got to hear, hear what he's saying. Mm-hmm. You got to hear what he's saying. You got to understand the the nature of what the Most High is saying to us. He's not bringing us up there into the Shemaim where he lives. <laughs> right. Right. He's not doing that. He's bringing us back to land in another day and time mm -hmm. that will be glorious. Mm. And the picture that he tells us about that glorious redemption is awesome. Mm. Because within it, he also tells us that, oh, by the way, those people that are oppressing you, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> they're not ever going to oppress you again. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I'm gonna. I'm going after I'm going, them for what uh, they have done for you. Right. Done I'm going to, to annihilate them. I'm going to annihilate them. It's in the prophets. So I asked the young lady. But wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Did you see? You see what you said? What you just said? Now, what part of that was Robert B. Holman Jr. Did no. you say anything that says that was your opinion? No, it's not my opinion. It's in. It's in. It's in scriptorial <laughs> prophetic text. We are regurgitating the information that is set before you in just a different medium. Instead of you reading it, we're telling it to you. There's nothing that you said that was of you. Now, I want to I want to, I want to, the young lady asked, well, how, how can I bring this? How can I bring this back to my congregation? <laughs> I says, you can't. <laughs> right. No, 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 no. This, this, what you've heard today will not fly in the Kojic denomination. Yeah. At all. Yeah, let's get back to that issue earlier. Not at all. You can't. <laughs> it's not going to fly. They're not going to allow truth, which should give you pause. Which goes back to Romans. Right. They suppress the truth. <laughs> what what is known? It, they suppress that truth so that you can't hear that truth. And because you are quote quote what the religious world refers to as a lay person, there's no lay people in the fathers in in, in the fathers congregation, but calls you a lay person that means you you don't know nothing mm. you you listen to me lay person i'm the leader i'm the one speaking i'm going to tell you what the most high wants me to tell you but while they're supposedly telling you what the most high tells you what they want him to tell you they're telling you lies right that are not true it's like a and that's in the prophets too. Right. Matter of fact, all you got to do is read. All you got to read is read the read prophet the Jeremiah. Prophets, yeah. he, he's he's as current. He's as current as you just got got up this morning and brushed your teeth. Right. It just seems so diabolical because it seems like our enemies, our true enemies, 
are the ones that are saying we figured out how to get, we don't want them to be the superpower. We want to take all of the power. So how do we do that? We disconnect them from their Elohim. Yes. By doing what? Giving them another God. We have to disconnect them. If we all know that Israel is the, is the superpower in the world. So let's break that up. Now, hold right. on. Hold, hold, hold your point. Don't lose your point. Okay. You said Israel's a superpower. We're not talking about that plot of land that's over there in the Middle East. We're not mm -hmm. talking about them. We're talking about the Israel that belongs to the Most High that happens to be in exile. Right. They oh, are right, the right. superpower in the earth. Right. Right. If Hebrew Israel assembled like the Avengers and understood this love affair that the Most High has with us and we would get back on track with that. Oh, well, we would literally would turn, the world would turn over. But that, again, I'm getting back to the, my initial point, which was understanding how diabolical that is. To understand that there's forces that are out there that are trying to disconnect you on purpose by telling you little cute things like it's been done away with to separate you from the most high. Yeah. They know that the most high Yahweh has a people and they ain't it. Let's, let's put so this. So let's separate them. Let's put this. So in an, we can be it. Let's put this in a natural analogy. Okay. Okay. Israel, <laughs> you are so beautiful. And you are so sexy mm -hmm. that every nation is trying. They want to be you. To, they 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 trying to get at you. Yeah, that's how beautiful you are. Exactly. They know that your husband loves you with that everlasting love, and they are trying their best to bring a breach between you. <laughs> And him so that they can find their way in right. to get at you. Right. And they have done that. Right. We are letting our enemies succeed. And I'm here to tell you <clears throat> that there's a way to escape that and tell them, wow, you know, a wife, wow, a wife that is in love with her husband mm -hmm. and gets approached by another man flirting with her. Mm hmm. She will tell you straight up and lift up her finger and say, hey, mm -hmm. I'm married. Mm -hmm. And not only am I married, I'm happily married. Right. Right. That's, the, that's, that's, so, so stop, stop, <laughs> just stop. Just right. stop. There's nothing that you can offer me that my husband, whom I love, mm -hmm. can't offer me. And if he can't offer what you're offering to me, he's offered me himself with an everlasting love. Right. Yeah. Now, go go fish. Because <laughs> what you're telling me doesn't compare to my husband. That's where Hebrew Israel is. I don't know. I hope you're hearing me. I hope you're hearing me. I hope you're hearing me. I'm going to say this, and some people might really, really have a problem with this. But you, you, I literally, if I was to have a book in 
in, in text as a part of the writings as, you know, one of the prophets. You sound like one of them prophets. <laughs> you do. Because it's literally, you're speaking in this eloquent way of, of this allegory between a husband and a wife to explain the relationship that the Most High has with the children of Israel. And when you read the prophets, they do the same. They do the type, same thing. Type of thing. Yes. You, yes. Amos and all the, how things are, are used to, to let you understand, you know, cause you may not saying, okay, well, what is this concept of, of love for love that the most high has for us? I don't know what that is. Show me something or give me something that's close to what I would, what I would experience. And, oh Yes. That's what that is. And it's beautiful how you, how you're using that. Only if Hebrew Israel, again, you, our, our, our ears are closed. It only, and it only takes a generation. Because when you get over here and to show after Yahashua passes away, after Eleazar passes away, the Kohanin Hagador passes away. And all of the elders that knew what happened in the days of Yahashua passed away. There was a generation that rose up that no did not that know did anything, not know about, anything Yahweh. about Yahweh. And we are that generation. Right. Nobody is teaching those leaders that we, we had that said, hey, listen, go look at Mount Ebal and Mount uh, Gizarim and see the blessings and the curses and writing your Torah. And Sean, we are that generation. In exile, we're that generation. We're a generation who doesn't know Joseph. And we're a generation who do not know the teachings of the Most High, which is the reason why the Most High has us on this platform trying to reach our people and explain to them the things that they don't know. Right. Yeah. So that they can turn back to him mm -hmm. and so that they can be his wife again. And so that they can truly love him with all their heart. See, you can't love me with all your heart and do diabolical things that I disapprove <laughs> right. of. Right. Husband, wife, wife, I'm sorry, wife. You say you love me, but you keep doing diabolical things that I disapprove. I'm sorry, husband. You say you love me, but you're doing all this stuff that doesn't prove to me that you love me. Right. The Most High says, I'm giving you criteria that will help establish for you your love for me and my love for you. I'm going to give you that criteria. Mm -hmm. If you walk in that criteria, I'll know you love me and you'll know that I love you. Right. That's it. Mm-hmm. It's no different than your than your everyday marriage, with with exception, right? With one exception, mm -hmm. and that is, the Most High says, "I love you with an everlasting love," mm -hmm. which says it doesn't matter what you do. I'm going to love you, Always but gonna. I am also going to chasten you according to your disobedience. Some of you going to die. But I'm only doing this because I love you. And then we go into texts. <laughs> and he says he loves a son whom he chastens. Well, Israel's his son. Mm -hmm. So he can chasten Israel. And he's been he been wearing, he been wearing, he been wearing the Hebrew nation out. 
What is that? That's Ow. that Exodus uh, 4 and 22, that Hebrew Israel is my firstborn yes. son. And he is wearing his firstborn son out. Right. He is treating him like, like, like a. Well, wait, wait, wait a minute. Hold on. I thought, I thought the, the guy across the street was the first born. Uh, who, who the most high say his son was. <laughs> now, let's, let's, we, we got a conflict here. No, 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 we don't. 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 I'm asking. Let's just, let's come back to a natural, a natural position. Okay, all right. Let's do that. Does a natural father know who his son is? Yes, he does. Well, if a natural father knows who his son is, don't you think the most high knows who his I, son I is? I would think so. I and would think the, so. And, and does the natural father call his son out? Right, he does. Does he call his son out? Right, he does. By his name? The most high calls his natural son out. Mm -hmm. He called Israel, you're my son. Israel, come here. Israel, right. you're my servant. Israel, mm -hmm. Israel. He ain't calling nobody else. Right, nobody else. So you can scratch whoever is risen up. You know, mm -hmm. you know. <laughs> we gotta quit. No, we don't. We got plenty of time. <laughs> we can go as long as we want to. You know, there are always people mm -hmm. outside your family that want to be a part of your family. Yeah. And hey, so you everybody's get to got them. So you not born in the family, but you get to be uncle. Right. You get to be auntie. Mm-hmm. You get to be a part of the family just because, well, you know, you're hanging out with them. Yeah. Yeah. But when the will <laughs> is written. You ain't on. And the administrator starts reading the will, your name ain't on it. <laughs> no. That's the same thing with the most high. Right. He has a will. He has a covenant. Mm-hmm. He knows, he says, I know those that I'm, I know who the family is. Mm -hmm. And the family that I know who is functions with me according to the dictates that I've laid down for the family. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. their names are written in the book of life. Life, yeah. I ain't got nobody else's name written in there. Mm. And if you want your name written in there, then you have to live up to the, the guidelines that I've established for the family, which is the nation of Israel. I'm speaking naturally, but I'm also speaking, speaking from, from, a, from a textual perspective. We can call it spiritual if you want to, but the text is literal in terms mm -hmm. of its application. Mm -hmm. You don't have to spiritualize this. Right. You don't have to make it something that's not. Yeah. That's crazy. Man, it's always good. So the Most High says he is going to redeem us out of this exile and to all the places that he has dispersed us. He is bringing us back to the land. We are going to witness in Yerushalayim, in that plot of land that you talked about, mm -hmm. not not Disney Israel. Yeah. But in that Way. plot of land that you talked about Way in the now. continent of Africa, which is where we're going back. Oh, I don't want to go. No, 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 no. But that's okay. That's okay. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> you don't want to go back to the land that the Father has, has, right. has proposed for us to go. That's fine because that <laughs> makes plenty more room for, for me. Oh, yeah. For the rest of us. Yeah, you that's stay okay. where you are. I tell you what. 
You go to heaven, see how that works out for you. <laughs> I'm going to the land. <laughs> oh, no. When, oh. when, when all has come to bear in the last days and the Most High begins to assemble his nation, we're going to see who's going where. When I know, I know, I know where I'm going. Right. Well, I know where I'm going. No, you know where the <laughs> Greeks said you was going. <laughs> you don't, you're not going where the Most High said you was going. Right. You're right. going where the Greeks said you was going. And they don't even understand that concept. Wow, that's a whole nother, whole nother branch. I'm going back to, to land, the land of creation and the land that flows with milk and honey when the Most High redeems us out of this exile and reestablishes us back in the land. Why? Because he loves us with an everlasting love. Hello, we, we, are, we are special. I mean, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what kind of, I don't know what kind of vernacular, vernacular, I don't know what kind, I don't know what words to share with you and tell you to get you to understand how special you are yeah. to the most high. He calls you a royal, a royal nation, a holy priesthood. Royal. He 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 calls you royalty. And I know in this exile we ain't feeling it, but that ain't his fault. Right. Lamentations 5-7 says, We we are we are in this exile because of what our ancestors did. Go read Lamentations 5 and 7. It'll tell you why we're here. Mm -hmm. It's not his fault. Right. But with that being the case, his plan is to redeem us mm -hmm. back to to the land. Right. And his redemption is quantitative. Right. Your redemption is not. Right. Can't base it on I'll anything. Redeemed. redeemed from what? Right. And <laughs> redeemed to where? Yeah, Which is a questions. subject for another day. Well. What you think? <laughs> There's so many different avenues. There's so many different things that, 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 are enlightening to speak and talk about. What you think? <sighs> you see, but I agree with you. You say, well, well, what's your sources? My sources it's are the my sources are the Hebrew text, <laughs> right? Which is right in your house. You got a Bible, read it. Yeah, we're not talking of um uh, of ourselves. Well, who 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 have you studied? I've studied oh, the most so, high. That's who I've studied. Wow. So we need credentials now. Yeah. I, we, need, we need to be, we need yeah, to be validated yeah, yeah, by yeah, man. Yeah, no, 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 okay. no, no, no. I need to be validated by the most high. I've studied the most high. Jeremiah says, if you're going to boast, boast in the fact that you know me. Mm. I know him. Mm-hmm. I'm not speaking around him. I'm not speaking, oh, I know about, no, no, no. Mm. I am telling you exactly what I know about the one who has created all things. And he didn't need no doggone help to do it. Right. Your boy wasn't there. He wasn't there. 
He wasn't there. No, the three of them wasn't huddling up. <laughs> the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit were not in collaboration to do anything. The Father stands by himself alone with all power. And as a matter of fact, in Jeremiah, he says, oh, oh, um, let me see if I can find it. Let me see. Oh, man. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me see if I can find it. Let me tell you. you come on, you, come on. Give me, give me, give me some you, space. When you, when you said that Jeremiah was your dude oh. for this day and age, Yes. I mean, this is to yes. have this kind of plethora of knowledge about yes. what this prophet is talking about yes. and how it's applicable right now. Yes. It's an age-old adage. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, come on, let me get, let me get in. All right. Yeah, but I, 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 I echo what you're saying is that our sense of association with being royal to the most high is so long bereft. It's not being taught. Therefore, we have no let's, let's, <sighs> appreciation let's, let's, at all. Let's, 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 see, let's see something. Let's see something. It's just crazy. Jeremiah chapter 31, mm -hmm. 34. 31, 34. This is what Yahweh says. All right. Who gives the sun as light for the day, who ordained the laws for the moon and the stars, to provide light for the night, who stirs up the sea until its waves roar. Yahweh Sabaoth is his name. Now listen, if these laws leave my presence, says Yahweh, what laws? The laws I just mentioned. Right. The laws of establishing the moon, the sun, and so forth. If these laws leave my presence, then the offspring of Israel will stop being and a nation in my presence forever. Mm. Mm. <laughs> he didn't say those words are not directed at any nation but Israel. Israel, right. But he but but he gives you a second analogy. <laughs> this is what Yahweh says. Mm. If the sky above can be measured and the fountains of the earth be fathomed, then I will reject all the offspring of Israel for all that they have done, says Yahweh. Mm. Now, now the laws and the, the, the laws that he established, and can can anybody measure the sky above and and the fountains fathom the fountain? Do, mm. do, can you do that? The most I say, you can't do that. And so since you can't do that, and I'm the only one that can. Right. Uh, this is my position with Israel. So now, Israel, I'm going to tell you something, Hebrew Israel. I'm going to tell you how great you are as I come to close, because I need to close. <laughs> I don't know how long we've been. Let me check. Before I over here and trip and fall. Oh, we, well, well, we're at uh, hour 15. Okay. Oh, we good. <laughs> but uh, as they say, as they say in church, I'm not gonna hold you any I'm longer. I'm not gonna hold you any longer. <laughs> listen, 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 listen. With those words out of Jeremiah that I just read, do you understand that if Israel isn't redeemed and saved out of this exile? nobody's going to be saved. I don't care what dimension of salvation you're talking about. If 
Israel is not if, he, if the nation of Hebrew Israel is not redeemed out of this exile by the voice and the measure of yeah. the Most High, ain't nobody going to be saved nowhere. Ain't nobody going to heaven. Ain't nobody <laughs> going nowhere. Where? Right. This is a public service announcement. You're doomed if Israel isn't get it together. That's how important we are. Doomed. Wow. So, so listen. Listen. Pick yourself up. Shake yourself off. And go in the mirror and look at yourself, Hebrew Israel. Mm -hmm. Square your shoulders and tell yourself, by golly, I am somebody. Mm. But remember, there are conditions that come with that. What are those conditions? Oh, I have to come out of out of this idolatrous oh, sun worship yeah. and begin to honor the Father's Sabbath. Oh, you don't have anywhere to go to do that? Well, don't go to the Oxenazis. Uh, <laughs> right. uh, um, synagogue. Synagogue. Don't go right. there. Don't go there. Mm -hmm. And if you have to stay home by yourself, I admonish you to do something. Go to FTF Sound of the Shofar and pull up the Sabbath teachings that are there from that house and listen to them. And keep your ties and your money in your pocket. Right. And if you so desire to be inclined to send a love offering so that we can keep this ministry flowing like it needs to, like like it should, mm -hmm. then be so inclined to do so. Mm. But I'm not begging you for your money right. because the Most High has established First Tabernacle Fellowship in the world to be a spokesman for him but if you're so inclined if you are to find that you're in a virtual congregation be in that virtual congregation mm. it's better than being and sitting in the pews <laughs> listening to idolatrous stuff, lies yeah. that are coming to you that are damaging your soul right just like you go, just you like, just you like you go on your on your iPhone and into your computer, and you order something from Amazon. Mm -hmm. Go and order FTF Sound of the Shofar mm -hmm. and subscribe to it. Let it be your virtual congregation. We're happy to share with you, and we're happy to teach you the things that are spoken of by the Most High. And I guarantee you. I that truth matters. And the words that I speak are not my words, but they belong to the Most High. Well, this has been Rabbi Robert B. Holman Jr. and Sean Appleton. And this has been Hebrews in Exile. Shalom. What is in your names? What am I to call you? You hold heaven and earth in your hands You are whom I adore 
Now I bow before you Lifting holy hands Giving honor and glory to your name You deserve so much more Cause you are Elohim You are My Yahweh You are The great I am You are You are You are You are I give you total Giving all of myself to you I come clean, I come bold to your throne And 